I feel like when I work with people, there's no judgment because regardless of what they've done, you know, I've done some really depraved. I can bring that to people and, you know, bring that relatedness and, and bring that ability to bring perspective in, in dark times or bring, you know, awareness and mindfulness when people are going through difficult times. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and we're doing something a little bit different this year with some of our episodes. We're repurposing some of our favorite episodes around specific topics related to entrepreneurship. This month, we're focusing on entrepreneurship and community, us, we, our, together. And we're going to look at entrepreneurship and industries and different types of entrepreneurship and ultimately what that really means. But we're also going to delve deeper into the importance of community, networking, niche communities, and how that supports being a CEO, entrepreneur, and business owner. So sit back and enjoy these special episodes around entrepreneurship and community. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Nathan Poole McCullough of Rising Phoenix Wellness. Nathan, it's awesome to have you on the show. It's awesome to be here, brother. Thanks for having me. No problem, no problem. And what I wanted to do was just read a little bit more about Nathan so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Nathan is a holistic entrepreneur focusing on human optimization. His focus is on removing the blocks from people, achieving optimal levels of health, wellness, and happiness, and becoming the best versions of themselves. Nathan, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? I'm ready, brother. Awesome. Let's do it. So the first question I had was just to hear a little bit more about your CEO story and what led you to start your business. Wow. I guess the real launch pad was I got my master's degree in philosophy in 2012 and wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with that. In in 2008, they took most of the they took most of the funding away from like higher education and so I got sort of left in a spot where I decided to finish out my education, but I was in a ton of debt and was looking at basically living you know, being a professor and sort of living the the broke college professor lifestyle. And I think it was about, I wasn't going to get out of debt until I was about 70 years old or something. And at that time, you know, I played collegiate sports and, you know, my body was breaking down a little bit. And I got really into nutrition and wellness at that time. So I just did, I did a couple of personal development courses and I just decided that I wanted to explore entrepreneurship. It's something that I, that I did when I was much younger. I sold baseball cards and I started a painting company. It was like when I was, when I was eight years old and paid, you know, for the first couple of years of my undergraduate that way. And then kind of lost track of the sort of entrepreneurial way for a while. Cause I got really fascinated by philosophy and higher education. And then, you know, when I came back to it and I decided to move, I had a friend of mine that was growing. I was getting ready to launch a company in New Zealand. It was a wellness franchise, the wellness clinics. And he had been calling me for years to try to get me to come out and partner with him. And, you know, I was just really on the philosophy track and just couldn't be sort of persuaded. And then when the economy took a real big downturn, it was enough to propel me to take a look. So I just decided I'm going to go for it and take a leap into it. 
And that's when, that was my first sort of foray back into entrepreneurship and growing, growing the business. I was in the area of health and wellness, which was already a big passion of mine. And the rest is history. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper and hear exactly what you're doing with Rising Phoenix Wellness. Could you tell us a little bit about how you're serving the clients that you're working with? Yeah, so I think most of my clients are you know, people that have experienced a sort of sort of a breakdown in their health or they're coming up against some sort of crisis. Right after I sort of jumped into my entrepreneurial journey, I had a, like a, a breakdown in terms of my own health. I started, I started drinking a lot and getting into substances. And so I used my own path in health and wellness to sort of heal myself. And that really is where I come from now in terms of going through recovery and using entrepreneurship as, a, as, as something to sort of direct my obsessive kind of personality into. And uh, I got really hyper-focused into healing modalities and a lot of mindfulness practice and you know doing a lot of spiritual retreats. A lot of the same strategies that I used to get well are the same ones that I use with the clients that I have now. So I focus a lot on, you know, like you were saying in the in the beginning, working on the blocks that people that people have. I tend to get a lot of guys that are, you know, in business and they're using different strategies that don't serve them to deal with stress. And for whatever reason, you know, I think I just I think I just manifest that that particular type of type of people. But that's a lot of my main focus is those are the the talks that I do in public are generally around those areas. And, uh, you know, that's generally what shows up for me. So I do a lot of one-on-one coaching and working with people online. And then I do a lot of group programs as well, where we walk people through detox, holistic cleanses, things like that as a as a sort of usually a first step into wellness-based recovery and, you know, going back to people reconnecting with themselves. Okay, that makes perfect sense. And now I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this is kind of what you feel kind of sets you apart or distinguishes you or your organization. I think what sets me apart is... In a lot of ways, it's the the darkness that I went through. I really feel like you know what's that movie with Batman where the the guy's he's born in the darkness. It's not the dark uh, dark night though, right? I can't remember the the guy that wears the mask. Anyway, when he's fighting oh, okay. Batman, he he says you know he he doesn't have any problem fighting in the dark. Yeah. And Rising Phoenix Wellness is an homage to you know obviously the bird that that comes out of the ashes. And so I feel like when I work with people, there's no judgment because regardless of what they've done, you know, I've done some really depraved. I can bring that to people and, you know, bring that relatedness and, and bring that ability to bring perspective in, in dark times or bring, you know, awareness and mindfulness when people are going through difficult times. So I think that really gives me a, a unique, you know, position and thread to to work with when I'm working with people, you know, because they know that the space is the, the space is safe. You know, there's no judgment, and you know, I think also that's given me a really unique advantage when it comes to the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship. You really have to you have to have persistence and resilience more than more than anything else, you know, because you know, there's just going to be really shitty times. 
<laughs> and yeah. so I think in my coaching, I think that's what gives me a, a really good leg up. And then also just in entrepreneurship in general, that I really believe that you can't kill me, right? There's nothing that can that can keep me down. So I've lived in you know four or five different countries. I've I've slept on couches. I've done everything when I've been getting my business up and going. So you know I feel like you can't kill me. So I feel like that's a that's a that's a huge advantage. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Now I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this might be an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but it's something that you feel kind of makes you more effective and efficient as an entrepreneur and business owner. A CEO hack. Well, I think there's there's two things. I mean, the first one is hopefully people are already doing this, but uh, using the like a Google Calendar or something to map your whole life. So when I was going through my early leadership and coaching programs with a company called Landmark, they really drilled into me the use of time to well, like Grant Cardone says, you have to dominate time, right? You have to be the one that's cause not at the effect of time because mm. most people do not do that well. And if you can schedule your life and make sure that you're... Like I always teach people, take the five things that are the most important to them and make sure that that's, that's the number one priority when you put it in your calendar. And then you schedule your clients, you schedule your, your days around those things. The more you days are scheduled and the more that you have your time mapped out in advance, you can be so much more present when you're with people. You can be so much more effective because you're not in overwhelm because you know where you're supposed to be and when. And for me, you know, having a really good grasp over that is so critical. You know, I, I watched, I listened to a podcast one time with Tom Brady and he said that he has 365 days in his year planned out. He knows when he's eating, when his practices are, when his press conferences are. Everything is set out in advance. And the person was like, well, don't you think that's a little OCD? And uh, he said, yeah, you can look at it that way. But the other way to look at it is because he knows everything that's coming. There's a very low chance of being blindsided by everything. He can be present in every moment. He doesn't have to worry about did he forget something. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that is just a massive skill that the most effective entrepreneurs master and the newbies generally struggle with a lot. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And yeah, you, you can always, I always say control what you can control. If you can plan out as much as possible and know exactly what you're going to do and be able to kind of understand that everything's not going to go according to plan, but you plan out what you can, you know, like he said, Tom Brady knows when his workouts are, what he's going to do for the next 365 days of the year. That gives you an advantage. So I definitely love that CEO hack. And now I wanted to ask you for a CEO nugget. This might be a word of wisdom or piece of advice, or if you can hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? To me, I think the most important thing, and I think I, I really follow Gary Vee on this, and that is, it's a marathon, man. There, if you're in this for real, which you, sh if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you got you got to be in for real, which means you're in for the long haul. And it doesn't mean that your business is always going to look the same in one year's time, two years time, four years time, ten years time. It's not. God knows, my business is like totally changed from when I first started. You know, it grows organically. But I think the one thing that I've done well, and I will always teach the people that I mentor, is do not get caught up in like the the small stuff. If this is a this is a marathon. You're gonna go through times when it feels like it's imploding, and that's okay. 
You know what I mean? We've all, we all go through that. It's part of the journey. You know, that's what has people quit. And that's what has, you know, the people that win, they deserve to win. And I think that's just so huge is being able to keep that mentality intact where it's like, this is a long haul. I cannot be killed no matter what happens. And you just got to, you know, if you're willing to keep getting up and keep putting one leg in front of the other, even when, you know, you're, it's like everything's cramped up. You don't feel like there's any fuel in the tank. If you have the, the capacity, which is all up here, man, it's all psychological to be able to remember that this is, you know, this is a marathon and this is part of the process and everything is happening for me, not to me. I think people will be just fine. But I think in the grand scheme of things with the, with the sort of immediacy that we have in our culture at the moment, with everything that goes so quickly and everything so fast, when I'm coaching millennials now, man, more and more I see they want to make a million dollars in six months or they feel like it's not working or, you know what I mean? It's just like, man, that was not in the consciousness when I first started, you know, when I first started hustling. And I think there's one thing that you can teach the, the young people is don't give up on the massive, you know, the, the 10x and the 100x thinking and the, and the, you know, that type of mentality. But like Gary Vee says, you know what I mean? Do not discount the 100K a year. You know what I mean? Understand that it takes time. This is a marathon and, and have that mentality. I think that's the that's the key for me. No, that makes perfect sense. And I think that's a great reminder to, like you said, the way the world is, is sometimes, you know, you want everything to happen yesterday or a week ago. And, but in reality, it takes time to do that. And it is a marathon in order for you to sometimes reach your goals. So I think that's a phenomenal reminder. And now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition for what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show and entrepreneurs and business owners and look at what that means. So I wanted to ask you, Nathan, what does being a CEO mean to you? So, man, that's a great question. I think for me, being a CEO means two things in particular that, that jump right off, the, right off the top of my head. One is being 100% responsible for everything. Being able to have the mentality where it's not just the victories that you take responsibility for. Especially for me, you know, I'm coaching, I have about whatever. So first definition is you're 100% responsible for everything. That's got to be, that's got to be the attitude. And the second thing is that you, that everything rises and falls on leadership. As John Maxwell says, you're the, you know, the law of the lid, you're, you're the lid and you have to be self-aware enough to know, you know, when you're getting in the way and when you're, you know, in, in leading by example, I think that's just so critical is, you know, the idea that you can never ask anybody to do anything that you haven't done or that you're unwilling to do. And so those are the two things that I always keep in mind. I have to lead by example, no matter what, even if I don't feel like it. And I'm 100% responsible for everybody's results, no matter, no matter what. I feel like those are the, the two mindsets that I'm constantly trying to keep in my, own, in my own head when it comes to, am I being effective when I'm doing my own self-analysis in terms of our organization? If I'm doing those two things well, generally, you know, things are going, going pretty well. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I love those two kind of parts of the definition. And I think that's a great thing to kind of keep in mind for anybody that's you know, out here hustling, that's a CEO, entrepreneur, business owner. Nathan, I truly appreciate you for taking some time out of your schedule. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there was anything additional you want to let our readers and our 
listeners know, and then also how best they can get a hold of you. I'm on Instagram, Nathan Cullah on there. Also Facebook, same. Otherwise, I think that I'm gonna be I'm gonna be starting my own podcast soon. So I have Rising Phoenix Wellness podcast in the in the mix at the moment. But I'm really inspired by by what you're doing. So I'm looking at this idea of being a holistic entrepreneur is my new sort of thing that I'm looking at. It you know I'm a holistic health coach, and so I'm I've been trying to integrate. Okay, what does it mean to be an entrepreneur? What's it mean to be holistically optimized? And trying to figure out how to sort of holistically optimize entrepreneurship. You know what I mean? Because so many of us are in our business. So being able to optimize our minds and our bodies are so important. So I think, you know, just keep in touch on, on Facebook and on Instagram, sort of hook up with me there. And, uh, you know, I'd love to just stay in touch with people and, and be able to roll out the podcast soon. Awesome. 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 And we'll have those links in the show notes just so that you can follow up with you, Nathan. But again, thank you so much for your time. And I hope you have yeah. a phenomenal rest of the day. Yeah. appreciate it, brother. You're doing a great job, man. Keep inspiring people. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.